When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment, like no other, it's gonna be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress, beyond organic sleep. Marinero, The Sick Podcast. The show is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Go to myessentia.com slash sickpod and see why Essentia is the mattress of choice for many athletes, including over 25% of professional hockey players. Use code sickpod for a free pillow with your purchase. Essentia, beyond organic sleep. Speaking of sleep, the Montreal Canadiens have put me to sleep. They put me to sleep on Thursday night in Toronto. They put me to sleep on Wednesday night in Ottawa. Is there a more bipolar team in the National Hockey League than the Montreal Canadiens? I'm telling you, this team is weird. Up, down, up, down, left, right, right, left. I'm starting to get dizzy with their performances. I'm starting to get perplexed. I'm starting to get confused. How is it that with three games left in their regular season, the entire city of Montreal is asking themselves, who are the real Montreal Canadiens? Are they the team that was unbelievable in the first month of the season? Are they the team that during the midway point of the season struggled in their play to the point where they felt that they had to fire their coach and their associate coach? Are they the team that was able to rebound after that in the short term and do pretty well and find their game again? Are they the team that struggled again? Are they the team that scored goals at the beginning of the season, didn't score goals after? Are they the team that about a week ago, minus Carey Price, minus Shea Weber, minus Brendan Gallagher, minus Thomas Tatar, minus Jonathan Drouin, and minus Paul Byron, all out of the lineup for their three biggest games of the year, three games at home, to try and make way in the standings, to try and solidify a playoff spot. The Canadians played host to Winnipeg on, it was a Friday. They played host to Ottawa. It was on a Saturday. And they played host to Toronto, which I believe was on a Monday. Against Winnipeg, they were down 2 nothing and down 3-1. They came back, they won 5-3. Against Ottawa, they were down 2 nothing. They won by a score of 3-2. Against Toronto, they were down one nothing, and then down 2-1, to one, and they won by a score of 3-2. to two. Going into those games, the Canadians were the worst team in the National Hockey League after giving up the first goal and trailing in a hockey game. Not very good. When they gave up the first goal in a hockey game, I think they had two wins all season, and they were able to rattle off three wins in a row, and all of a sudden, everything's great again. And then they play in Ottawa, and they lose by a score of 5-1, to one. and then we're saying, okay... At one point, we knew that the absence of those players, it was going to affect them. No energy whatsoever. Versus Toronto, a prelude 
of what's to come possibly in the playoffs. No energy whatsoever. Now, the Canadians, as we speak, on this Friday, are two points behind the Winnipeg Jets, who hold on to the fourth and final playoff spot in the north. The Jets have a game in hand. The Canadians have three games left. Even if the Canadians finish with the same amount of points as Winnipeg, Winnipeg has a tiebreaker. At that point, you have to think the Canadians are going to finish fourth, Toronto's going to finish first, and the Canadians are going to play the Leafs in the playoffs. And right now, they're looking like a team that's out of gas. Montrealers, are you tired of going to the gas station? Use Fuel It Service, whether you're at home, work, or anywhere in between. Download the Fuel It Canada app today. Fuel It, bringing gas to the 21st century. Play to win the Stanley Cup. You go to the playoffs, you have to play four rounds. With three games left in the regular season, how can they look like they're a team out of gas and think that they have a chance to win the Stanley Cup? Now, stranger things have happened. I get that. But I don't get it here. I don't understand this team. To win the Cup, you have to go through battles. You have to go through wars. You have to go through overtimes, double overtimes, triple overtimes. You have to dig deep when you think you got nothing left. You're on fumes, but you have to go. Three games left. They're out of gas. In Toronto, Phil Deneau struggled. He ended up leaving the game with an injury. Head coach Dominic Ducharme said after the game that Deneau has been uncomfortable for a couple of games and has been nursing an injury. So we can excuse him for his bad game. He was probably injured going into the game. Thomas Tatar had a bad game. He was banged up. He missed several games. They brought him back. Then he was out again. And now he's back again. You could excuse him. He's probably banged up. Josh Anderson didn't have a very good game. Nick Suzuki didn't have a very good game. On defense, the Canadians struggled. I mean, they went down like less than 15 seconds into the hockey game when Alex Galchenyuk scored. On a goal that you would think that Caden Primo would want to have back. I get it. Backhand, he picked the far, you know, the far post and stuff like that. But Primo's got to stop that. I felt bad for the kid because, you know, here's a guy who's got a handful of games under his belt. And when you have that kind of situation with a goalie, what you try and do is you try and insulate him. You try and protect him. You try and play tighter. You try and trap. You try and play a very defensive game. You don't give the opposition much. That's what you try and do. They hung him out to dry. Seeing the images of him in the corridor after the first period, going into the second period, when Dominic Ducharme decided to go with Jake Allen, um, it hurt. It hurt to see him like that. He's a young man. You don't want to be uh, see him get burned. You don't want to see him get scarred. I think they let him down, man. I think they really let him down. And um, listen, I, I understand the reality of their schedule. I get it. And I know they're going to be tired, but you know they they can't keep on saying that they're going to be tired, or you or people can't keep saying they're going to be tired because it's going to give them an excuse. They have to dig deep, man. They have to try and go for the Stanley Cup. Everyone's talking about being tired before the playoffs even started. And I'm trying to paint the picture of how this team can win their first round series versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I know it's not mathematic, mathematical yet. I know it's not a four, you know, it's not, it's not official yet that they're going to play Toronto. But if I'm a betting man, you know, what I do is I go to, I'm going to place my bet on my bookie. You go to mybookie.ag slash the sick podcast, use code sick picks for a 50 percent deposit bonus bet win get paid that's 50 percent deposit bonus not bad 
if I'm betting today, I'm betting that the Canadians are going to finish fourth. Toronto's going to finish. Of course, Montreal's going to play Toronto in the playoffs. And you have to give a prediction there, but how, how do you, the way the Winnipeg Jets are playing, how do you take Winnipeg over Edmonton right now? And the way Montreal's playing, how do you take Montreal over Edmonton? Look, a lot of things have to happen. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint the picture for you here, okay? I'll paint the picture for you. First of all, all the injured players have to come back because this team, even though it's as deep as it ever, you know, deeper than it probably has been on paper since the last time they won the cup in 93, this team still, you know, you, you never have too much depth. So all the injured players have to come back. So Carey Price has to come back. He has to give Jake Allen a little bit of a breather here. You would think that Carey Price, even though Allen has had a better season, you would think in terms of stats, uh, in terms of goals against average and in terms of save percentage, um, you would think that Carey Price with his contract and the no movement and he was the franchise player for the longest time, you would think that he's earned the benefit of the doubt and the right to start the playoffs. But he has to come back and he has to play like the Carey Price of five years ago. Not the carry price of uh, five weeks ago, but the carry price of five years ago. He has to play the way he played in the bubble last year, especially in the play-in versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. Gallagher and Tatar have to be 100% healthy. So does Phil Deneau. That in the line needs to remain intact. The reason being is they switched up the line so much this year. This is one of the reasons that they have chemistry together. They've been together for three years. Besides the fact they play pretty good together. And Dano and Tatar have a lot to prove in the playoffs because these guys are looking for a new contract in the offseason. So you got to get to uh, Dano, Tatar, and Gallagher. Everyone's got to be healthy, get them back together. Right now, none of them are 100%. Nick Suzuki has shown unbelievable chemistry with Tyler Toffoli. He has to stick with him. So now there's a decision to make. If everyone comes back, do you put Jonathan Drouin on that line at left wing? Do you put... Josh Anderson on that line and put Josh Anderson on left wing or put Anderson at right wing and put the Foley on left wing on the off wing. Either or for both of them would be the off wing for both of them. They're both right-handed shots. Do you, um, you put Yoel Armia there? Do you put Cole Caulfield there? Suzuki and Toffoli have to remain together. They have chemistry this year. You've seen the passes, the one-timers. Suzuki had chemistry with Drouin last year in the bubble. Maybe that could be a line. At that point, you spare Kakinyemi. Here's the big question. Everyone's asking about Kakinyemi. Kakinyemi's struggling. He hasn't scored a goal in 20 games. In his third season, prorated on an 82-game season, he'll finish with less points than he did in his rookie season when he was 18. It's, it's not, you know, it's nothing for the alarm bells to go off just yet. It's a very hard position to master. It's Montreal. It's not an easy place to play. And it takes centermen a long time to grow into their own. It's a tough position. But at the same time, if I would have told the Montreal Canadiens and I would have told Canadiens fans three years ago when he made his NHL debut that three years in, Kock and Yemi would go 20 games without a goal and would be on, less, on pace for less points than his rookie season at age 18, uh, you wouldn't be happy with that. At the same time, though, you know, some are thinking that Jake Evans should be the third-line centerman on this team. I like Jake Evans. But 
Kakanyemi, whether he's ready or not, I don't think they have any other choice. They got to throw the kid in there. They got to play him with players that can put the puck in the net. Play him with maybe Josh Anderson and Cole Caulfield. Play him with Yol Armia and Cole Caulfield. Play him with somebody. Play him with guys who can score goals. But you have to play him. Not that there's talk that he might be on a fourth line or he might be on a wing or he might be out of the lineup. They picked him third overall in the draft a couple of seasons ago. They've invested in him. This is, this is, he's going to have to go through these growing pains. You can't go on a play meaningful playoff games and not make Kakanyemi not experience that. And right now his confidence is, is rock bottom with zero and 20. But you, they got to find a way to get him going. So I'm trying to paint this picture as only excellent photo can do. Local family-owned store on Park Avenue in Montreal, centrally located, close to downtown shopping and universities, ships to all of Canada. I'm trying to paint the picture of how the Canadians can have success. Carey Price has to be healthy. Carey Price has to stand on his head. The entire team has to be healthy. Deneau, Gallagher, and Tatar need to be together. Toffoli and Suzuki need to form a duo on the second line. You need to find the third player for that line. Kakanyemi needs to be in the three-hole. He needs to be playing with goal scorers himself. Fourth line, Jake Evans has given this team a shot in the arm when they look tired. Right now, even though they acquired Eric Stahl to make the playoffs and for a playoff push, you'd have to think that Jake Evans deserves the benefit of the doubt. Arturi Lekkinen, for me, and I know he doesn't score with all that much regularity, but he scored on Friday night versus Toronto. Arturi Lekkinen has to be in that lineup. Corey Perry needs to be in that lineup. By the way, and I know they're not going to do this. Um, if everyone, you know, if some guys are able to come back, you have to rest Corey Perry. If some guys are able to come back, you got to Eric. You got to rest Eric Stahl. Now, speaking of injured players, Shea Weber. Jay Weber, and we're hearing that he's practicing, I don't know, with a left-handed stick or playing the left. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? I'm not a rocket scientist. You know what that tells me? That tells me that his hand that is gripping the stick, there's a problem to his hand or his finger or his fingers. So it's a hand injury. It's basically what it is. And you wonder how much when he comes back. And by the way, look, Shea Weber, in my opinion, will be back. You know, even if this guy needs an operation at the end of the year, he's going to put it off. He's going to play in a cast or he's going to play through pain. But how does that affect his ability to A, shoot the puck and his ability to make a pass and his ability to clear the puck? And if you recall, before Weber was out of the lineup with the injuries, uh, you take a look at advanced stats and you take a look at zone exits. His zone exits were not very good. As a matter of fact, he had like the lowest percentage of, of, of zone exits on the team for among defensemen, of course. So now I'm, you know, I think if this team is healthy and I think if this, if this team is 100%, this team can do damage. I still believe that even though they don't have a legitimate number one centerman and even though they lack a little bit of mobility and puck moving on the blue line, I still believe there are enough elements in place for the Canadians to do damage in the playoffs. I believe that. And I've talked about it. A line of the no Gallagher and Tatar. Suzuki at center. Kakanyemi, obviously, not the Kakanyemi like he's playing like. He's going to have to take three steps forward for them to have a chance. 
Josh Anderson, big, strong, fast, good shot, goes in the corners, digs it out, hard worker, he's a playoff guy. Tyler Toffoli, pure shooter, pure sniper, almost has 30 goals. Jeff Petrie on defense. Some guys that have won the Stanley Cup before. Edmondson, Perry, Stahl. Jake Allen, if they need to give Carey Price a rest after a game and go to Allen the next game. So like that, there's some internal competition and they push each other. Yes, yes. I would play both goalies in the playoffs. I would. Now, if Carey Price stops 52 and picks up a shutout, you'd be crazy not to go back with Carey Price the next game because you ride a hot hand. But if he played well and you win convincingly and you didn't need him to be at his best, I'd come back with Jake Allen. And then after that, I'd go back with Carey Price. You're trying to create that competition. You're trying to do what's best for the team. I don't know, man. I'm, I might end up sounding stupid. And I might end up looking stupid. I'm Marinaro. It's the sick podcast. And you can listen to us on all social media platforms. But I'm actually going to, I'm not going to say that it's, they were acceptable losses in Toronto and Ottawa. Was far from it. They were actually unacceptable. But I'm not going to destroy them either. I'm not going to rip them either because I understand the schedule. I understand the fact that they're without all those injured players. I understand the fact that it's the end of the season. I understand all that. And it's not an excuse. But you take a number one goalie. You take a top two defenseman. You take two-thirds of a top line. You take a second-line winger. You take a third-line winger. You take them out of a lineup of a team all at the same time that has a condensed schedule. They're going to struggle 100%. But now, Dominic Ducharme and his staff in the final three games of the season here, they need to, they need to, to work on things. They need to find things that are going to work. This team going into the playoffs, they, their power play needs to be better. You, you can never have good enough special teams, so their penalty kill needs to be better. Their ability to get the puck out of their zone and be able to, you know, fight off a forecheck, that has to be better. Their ability to go in with two men and sustain a forecheck, that has to be better. The energy that they bring to the rink has to be better. Their starts to the game, knowing that they don't do well when they give up the first goal, knowing that it, and they don't play with the lead anymore, that needs to be better. Carey Price, when he comes back, he's going to need to be better. The centermen are going to need to... You don't win a Stanley Cup if you're weak at center. You don't. And this is the biggest challenge for this team. Was from day one, when Mark Bergevin took over, he was looking to draft the number one centerman. He thought he had it in Alex Galchenyuk. As it turns out, it wasn't meant to be. But Galchenyuk brought them Domi. Domi brought them Josh Anderson. So even though it didn't work out, they got Josh Anderson today. They have one of the better power forwards in the game, not the end of the world. Then they were hoping that Kakanyemi could turn out to be that guy because they were unable to acquire one via free agency or via trade. They tried Jonathan Drouet at center when they acquired him. Didn't work out. So, you know, they need Kakanyemi to be better. But if Kakanyemi is not going to be better this year, how do you want him to be better next year, the year after, the year after, if you don't put him in that three-hole, you don't put him in a position to succeed, you don't play him with guys who will complement him and be able to finish off some of his plays? 
It's a sick podcast. Go to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items. Pick up a hoodie, one of your favorite teams. If you're a Canadians fan, pick it up from the Canadians. Your Leafs fan, pick it up from the Leafs. Another sport, pick it up for the other sport. In ending here, I want to tell you this. They're going to put 70,000 people where the Cowboys play to watch Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Saunders, a boxing match. There are NHL arenas that have people in the stands. And as a Montrealer, and I understand all the realities of the pandemic, really, I do. And I'm not saying they should do this. It's more a wish, and I'm crossing my fingers. I hope that they're able to put some fans in the stands. And if it's 10,000, it's 10,000. If it's 5,000, it's 5,000. If it's 2,000, it's 2,000. But the Canadians, and once again, it's not official, but if I were a betting man, I'd go to mybookie.ag and I'd bet on it. The Canadians are going to play the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs. And for the first time since 1979, and it won't be the same unless these two teams are entirely healthy, and it won't be the same unless Toronto has fans in their stands and Montreal has fans in their stands. Check us out, and you can watch us on all social media platforms, be it Facebook, be it Instagram, be it Twitter. I'm Marinaro, the sick podcast. Tell all your friends about it. Why? I'll tell you why. Because this podcast is sick. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep.